Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Alan Sussman will join us to discuss the art of medicine. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Advances in technology have not left medicine behind, and it is rushing full throttle into this technological age. But are we better off? Well, joining us to discuss this is Dr. Alan Sussman. Dr. Sussman is a board-certified endocrinologist and clinical assistant professor at the University of Washington. He's the co-founder and president of Rainier Clinical Research Center and was involved in hundreds of evidence-based studies and the development of groundbreaking technologies for the treatment of disease. He has penned the new book, Saving the Art of Medicine, Observations of a Practitioner. Dr. Sussman, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thanks for having me, Charles. Well, it is certainly our pleasure, certainly a great book that you've put together here, Saving the Art of Medicine. Curious why you decided to put the book together. Well, I've had a very eclectic career, and there's also I'm a meditator and do healthcare and meditation. And it's a combination of all the different aspects of being a researcher, being very involved in human connection, and also looking at meditation as a way of enhancing one's ability to be with patients and to be with oneself. That led to me deciding to write the book. I don't believe most people have that breadth of experience. And I've talked to many people about what I do. It appears to be fairly unique. As I know, I'm retired. I've had time to reflect on my whole career. I decided it was worthwhile to try to write it down and see where it goes from there. Interesting evolution of your own career, as you put it, and one in which the art of being a doctor, which is oftentimes lost in our technological age, is your own move from being bookish to mindful to heartfelt, and that empathy is lost in favor of technology. Yes, yes, exactly. I was very involved in scientific research and clinical research trials, and I understand their benefit, but also their limitations. And I gradually learned, as you have mentioned there, going from bookish to heartfelt during my practice of gradually getting more involved with patients and on a very human level and seeing how important that is in terms of treatment plan and that would evolve with it and eventually realize that I can be a better physician and better person by also going to another level of meditation work that allows me to be very much with patients as well as also being with them. And that's one of the important points I like to make in my book is that we are doing too much doing and not enough being, which means that we're doing amazing technological advances and they're all being ballyhooed. But just being with patients 
is usually not put at the same level, particularly in the medical system. When you are trying to, when you work with insurance companies, you have to tell them why you're doing the visit, not actually what you have done with the patient. Anyone who's seen medical systems have taken over by big corporate mega healthcare organizations gets a little bit disheartened and the patient just becomes another cog in this wheel. That level of caring for the patient is almost secondary to bottom line. That is, that's absolutely correct. And I've had so many examples in my career how I've just noticed just being with a patient has been so much more important than that doing part. For instance, as an endocrinologist, I would see a lot of patients, generally these would be female patients, that would be coming in and would say, I have a hormonal problem and that's my area of expertise. I would be listening to them and their symptoms can be hormonal and also psycho-emotional. And by the end of the visit, they, the patient would maybe start crying and suddenly realize a lot of what was going on in their life was on a psycho-emotional level, even when they've already been seeing a psychiatrist for, for matters that they were willing to share with me. And that made a, a big change in their life. And they thanked me and got to the point sometimes where my medical assistant would, would see the patient come out, out of the room, tears in her eyes, and know that it actually was a successful encounter. For those who have practiced medicine, they've seen many of these encounters themselves. They've experienced those, but it's not something cultivated or taught because it's hard to quantify these approaches. That art of medicine, does that need to be interjected into the training phase? How do we get that to become more part of what it is to be a practicing physician? Right, absolutely. And there are a lot of, and there are a lot of, a lot of attempts at it. Uh, the problem is, is that medicine gets more and more complex, and there's more and more information out there. And young doctors have to learn all this information, and that doesn't allow them to have the priority of maintaining their humanity as much as trying to keep up with the reams of information they have to do. Now, what I find encouraging in a backhanded sort of way is the large language model, artificial intelligence model, which one might say whether that will take the place of doctors, and I'm saying what could be most important, it can be a tremendous assistant to the doctor. For instance, right now with electronic medical records, doctors have to spend a lot of time inputting transcribing what's going on with the patient there. In fact, as I say, the visit can very well turn into a threesome, the doctor, the computer between them, and the patient. And with LLM AI, a transcription can be made that's pristine of the visit and then even synthesized in a very good format of what had happened without the doctor having to be spending time inputting any of this and therefore can spend more time with the patient. So I think there are even technological advances that might help to allow for doctors to be, be more present with their patient. But you're right, there has to be a culture that is instilled to allow for that to happen. One worries that the technological advance which might make diagnosing routine transcribing duties that doctors have to become more efficient will just be used by hospital administrators then to shove more patients per hour into the doctor's studio, thus diminishing any of that gained time that they would have had. 
well, yes, yes, that, that, that say there is a culture problem here. And, and it is important for doctors as much as possible to empower themselves to realize the importance of taking care of themselves and the patient. Or as I like to say, there's the means and the meaning, which I mean the means of production, what's going on in the visit, and the meaning of life. And what, I, what is important to me is that we have to put at a higher level the meaning of life. Unfortunately, sometimes it has to be done by physicians at spite what the culture of the system is trying to instill. This culture may be particular to Western medicine in some way. In other traditions, there's maybe more of a holistic approach. Yes, 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 there can be. And part of that, and part of even looking at herbal medicines, uh, which is is generally not prescribed in any meaningful way in the United States. In places such as Germany, it's used very often. There's, you go to places like China and you see huge groups of people doing Qigong in the streets, which is a type of meditation practice, martial arts almost, that uh, Tai Chi comes from, that Tai Chi does come from Qigong, so that there are other there are other parts of systems that are there. In fact, what I like to say is when you look at medicine and where it started, it actually started with shamanism. And in shamanism, it was an intense interaction, the shaman and the patient on a very primal basis that sometimes had remarkable results from it. And that we, and again, it's a question of understanding how important that can be in the uh, in in prescribing, as, as besides just prescribing medications, but but the total part of with the patient. Given where we are in the culture of medicine today, what steps do you think that patients can take, doctors can take to getting back to make balance between advances that have been made in medicine and what's been lost, the attention to meaningful issues of what it is that we're aiming for in health and medicine? Yes. Well, the one of the important parts to me is balance. And that means technology is important and has a role. And the other part of the humanistic part and the part of being together with the patient also has just as important a important a role. And the problem right now is is that the balance isn't there. It would be nice if on a cultural basis in the United States there would be more a sense of a balanced approach that's there. As I think you also had alluded to earlier, that is hard in terms of just the large institutionalization of the medical system to allow for that. So I do believe it is on a more individual basis. And part of my whole thesis is empowering the patient and the doctor to go towards that, that it is worthwhile. Now, how do you get there? Uh, I used meditation was important to me, but there are many ways in which it can be, which which it can be done. The idea is to honor the other side of your existence besides just the information that you're given. And also realize the information you're giving is only relative. Science does not give truth. It just gives a guideline of a way to go. And it's forever being looked at in terms of being falsified and trying to move ahead in the direction. But it's not absolute truth. 
So realize there has to be something that you have to use besides science in having a good outcome. Well, I mean, we are running slightly out of time, though, but I'm people picking up the book. What would you want them to take home regarding saving the art of medicine? The idea that, that they need to be very involved in their medical care, that they should feel okay about questioning what is going on, and also realize that with the vast amount of information that they're given, that it is relative, not absolute, and that the most important thing that they can do with medical encounters is to be with the doctor and develop a good relationship because that has therapeutic value. We were talking with Dr. Alan Sussman, his new book, Saving the Art of Medicine, Observations of a Practitioner. Dr. Sussman, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thanks a lot, Charles, for having me. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.